Would You Rather. Um, Chick Chat. Oh, yep. So, Would You Rather. Um, but it, because it's a conversational game, it's silly. And uh, uh, I was looking for some other um, questions to ask, and I ran across some dirty ones and some not so dirty ones. And I thought that maybe we could ask each other some of those questions and maybe learn a little bit more. Maybe the audience will learn more about us. Kelly, I, I am married and I have a child. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't need to know that much about you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry. So, so like, the, the, rule the audience doesn't want to know nothing about Mike. They want to see his face and they want to hear his silky voice. What? Mm -hmm. No, they don't want to hear me at all. So I should shut up. No, and that's not they want to know everything about Kelly. Talking about fishing. Yeah, I'm wearing all my here. clothes. I've been doing some fishing this week, but man, that was that's some, true. That was I some did really a good fishing and compliment so. right there. <laughs> Shouts out. Yeah. Uh, so um, rule of the game, though, is who, the question that gets asked, you have to choose. So would you rather yes. is something really crappy against something really crappy or maybe something really amazing next to something really amazing and you have to pick. And, you know, given a little explanation of why you chose what you chose is always good. Um, I really probably should have been more prepared and picked my question ahead of time. But oh, joy. Before you ask, really good. Mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, besides cycling through different people asking questions, whoever asks the question gets to answer it last. <laughs> oh, great. Idea, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, I really want to pick like a really we'll uncomfortable start it off. one. Um, Do it. We'll make it you know, okay. PG-13 at most. I wouldn't get Yeah, so crazy. this is pretty PG-13. We have some listeners that are a little younger out there. I don't want to scare them away. Yeah, yeah. We already talked about my parental OnlyFans that I was going to start up. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds terrible. It sounds like right? farmers only. Here's a strange one. It was worse. <laughs> Would you rather have nipples for toes or toes for nipples? Hmm. Nipples for toes, because it'll be much more erotic when I go running. I probably would run more often. Also, like no one wants to walk around like this all day long. I mean, well, I'm I'm trying to think. So so I before mean, you answer, Kelly, let me let mm -hmm. me answer. Leave your yep. last. Yeah, your last. I'm, I'm just I'm just spitballing ideas. Yeah, Go it's ahead. I would have to say. For the logistics of things, I would have to say toes is nipples. Because your toes are actually what keep your body balanced, especially your big toe. And mm. having it's really weird if you're walking around on your chest, small little like nubs like I, I don't think that would help me be able to walk. So I think yeah. if I had to pick, my answer would be that just like I said, just for the logistics sense, like to be able I'm to not stay. saying that there wouldn't be developmental challenges when you're young, but as you grow older, you would be used to it and you would have some nice runs. Yeah, he's like way too excited about this. To be quite honest, this is the one you have to start with. The whole point here is have fun. Why would yeah, I not? That's be exactly. Yes. This is yes. the one you guys picked. Okay, great. That the 
We're all gonna pick them, Mike. You this is the one you picked. Hey, this is just the first way, one. Way to ice the break, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, oh, yeah. Could you imagine walking in the snow? Oh, no. God. No. Oh, mm. no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, so, like, it already sucks, like, running into, like, stubbing your toe, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, my girls, when they stub their toe, it's like they scream, and I'm like, I know it hurts for a minute gonna feel okay in a minute but i know right now what you are going through i feel your pain i completely sympathize with what you're going through and i don't know that i'd want the same sensation (laughs) happening to a nipple well i'm saying that it's the same but the thing is like would you still have the bones but would you have that same sensation because it's not in the same place of your body it's like somewhere else yeah so like all I'm thinking also, is like what my toes feel like, except very, very tiny. Also, well, every time that you, you, you there would be no more belly flopping into bed. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Because no. you'd have the same toe problem, uh, which, by the way, I have cats. There is no belly flop. There, like every time they do that on the movies, I like cringe. I'm like, there can be a cat under that. Blanket. We can't do that. That's just her fault. I mean, she should move. Uh. She knows better. Yeah, so I also like my hands and my feet get cold a lot. And you know what happens like when you get cold. <laughs> You'd have some hard period. Feet. So, yeah. So I'm saying you would be the best ice climber. Probably. And so every time I get one of these questions, I think like so when Brian was at PAX West, he was asked like waiting in line for a conference um hands for feet or feet for hands and i asked my husband tonight that same exact question he was like duh uh hands for feet and because like you think of the usefulness but um a friend of the podcast runner diva said uh feet uh, or feet for hands because she loves to run and she's like i could run faster which so it's everybody's choice but i think i'm gonna go with Toes for nipples, and I I don't know how. So at that point, would you consider yourself a cow? Because you need to have like ten nipples, right? No, no, nothing says that you have to have. No, we have one toe in each. Yeah, you just have one toe on each side. Those are kind of like. Wait, what? It'd only be one toe on each side. Each each nipple equates to one toe. If I had nipples on my feet, it wouldn't be like one nipple per foot. Oh, no. I thought it was per toe. I would toe. have a nipple for each. I'd have one a nipple, nipple for each one. Toe, right. So but five like, and five. I only, you ten. only have like you only no, have one toe per nipple. So like you, I don't have like. Yeah. And you'd udders. have one nipple per toe. And also they're so, no longer udders ish. Like I can't. So again, going back to having nipples. 10 nipples, you would have 10 nipples because you have 10 no. toes. No, no. Yeah. Oh, if he had them on the feet. Yes. And if I had them on the feet. Yes. Yeah. But I'm, that's saying, what I'm saying I want. I want. Yeah, but she didn't say she had them on the feet. Instead of nipples. I want toes instead of nipples. Oh, you want toes. So like, OK, so you're going yeah. with the toe. So you're going with team Ryan. Saying. Team team. Wow. Toe. I thought you were saying. Yeah. The nipples no. in place of toes. No, she's not team Brian. Team Brian is nipples on my nipples on my feet. She's having mm-hmm. toes up here. Yeah. That's strange. But yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> so I, I technically would have. What's 10. strange is you couldn't would, understand. That. I'd be a cow. Essentially, I'd have <laughs> I have basically 
Oh, no, you, oh, you on your feet, you'd be a yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yes, I'm saying. Yes. It's yes. or many mam- most don't most mammals have. I mean, also, no, you wouldn't be a I cow. Think, no, yeah, you couldn't be a cow because isn't it nipple? Cows have udders yeah. and it's more than just a nipple. Yeah, like I mean, I get and, that, Brian. and it's also Mammary not a cow's nipple, it's and, a human yeah. nipple. You're just yeah. taking this you just have a lot of nipples. Are you, I mean, there's people there's people that have extra nipples anyway. Can, Whatever. He, he can you milk? Sense. Can you milk? That's me? what I'm trying to I get have at. Nipples. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Kelly, they could for you. So <laughs> you shouldn't go down that's that road. True. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. not right and we're blocked. Uh, OK, so let's <laughs> and move then we on. just got canceled. Sorry. Let's let's move on. Would you rather sleep with your partner's siblings or this your best friend's I, sibling? I, I oh, wait. Oh, oh God, wait. this is terrible. Why would we wait, talk your about partner's this? siblings or your best, best friend's sibling? sibling. Uh, this is the one I saw and it was like, I don't want to ask this one because I don't want to answer it. Yeah, I don't like this question at all. That's why I asked it. Ah, this is a tough one. Oh, no. OK, so I, I, I. Oh. <sighs> My, oh, I'm going to go with my best friend's sibling just because, like, he, I'm not as close to him as I am to her. Yeah. And my my husband's brother is like my brother. And yeah. It, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go with the same answer on that and go. Yeah. Uh, best friend. Yeah. Sibling. And I cannot wait <laughs> to tell my best friend. <laughs> tomorrow morning <laughs> yeah because like same it's like question. like i'm close with the sister-in-law right like that's a like mm. that would be not not only awkward for us but awkward for like family and yeah that just sounds like a terrible idea yeah. i mean this is a bad no. idea anyway <laughs> yeah like no I, oh, the, like a lot of the these night i told her so we need to take that into consideration the night that i told her to actually watch the podcast here we are <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes. No, this, this is a uh, listen. I'll do the trifecta there. I will agree completely is best friend sibling, especially since depending on the sibling, I might just have to change best friends. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I can tell you that if it was my partner's sibling, things might get a little awkward for him. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, again, nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, it's absolutely not. not how but, yeah. he's going to swing and. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> mm, okay. I'm ready to move on. How about you guys? <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> so the one I picked was, would you rather accidentally like an old photo of your ex on Instagram or accidentally send a sext to your mom? Oh, it depends I mean, on just- your boyfriend. I'll just like like, like I, I, I literally have X X like the big X. Yeah. Like yeah. You're on I would her rather profile. like something that she put on Instagram than. But it's like an old sex to my mom, like old photo back of like when you guys were, you know, dating type of like picture. Uh, I mean, yeah, which means you've been lurking. Uh, I don't care. OK. OK, so I would rather. Accidentally send a sex to my mom. Because 
one, I could blame autocorrect. <laughs> and, yeah. Five and, time. Mom, autocorrect screwed me over five, five times. Time. That's yeah. I don't even know where that came from. And, you know, my my mom is very, very smart. She'll probably be listening to this. And I think that she would <laughs> just like be like, no worries. Totally OK. We put under the rug. I think my mom would be my friend and just like pretend it never happened. We would never have to talk about it again. I think she would be super cool about it and be like, we're good. Um, but also, depending on the ex-boyfriend, like I think that they would maybe take it the wrong way and mm -hmm. then oh i don't there are well there is only one ex-boyfriend i feel this way about and i just like any of my others would be like oh ha 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 ha, ha. but there's one that was like a stalker and yeah that's just, what i'm saying so just, like i'm talking an old photo where like you had to have been on page like seven or eight of yeah, like whatever. their photos <laughs> And it's like obviously not something that popped up on your feed. It's something that's been there for years. And all of a sudden you're like, click <laughs> like that's yes. And yep. yeah, Fine by me, I, I have to I, say because my situation's completely mm. different from Kelly's. And, and, I, and I, I do. I am in no way saying Kelly. I'm saying Kelly's answer is completely right for her. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And that's, that's especially especially if she's talking about like balls and stuff like that in her in her sex to her mom. Her mom's going to be like. Honey, I think you meant this for yeah. blah blah. Falls. <laughs> correct me. Which yeah. would be funny. Calls. I she she she, she might give me not some a advice. different word. Sorry, like she would probably say, "I think you meant this for your husband." <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly. <laughs> I think I'd have to go with mom as well. Uh, and knowing me, like the way that like me and my wife sex, there's not really any <laughs> sex about it. It's literally just an eggplant. Like we just send the emoji. <laughs> See, I, I love so it. I my love mom wouldn't even like, get it. She'd be like, what is he this? The rules. He changes the rules so much there. He's like, it's so bad that you clicked on this Instagram. It's one of those really old photos and it shows that you've been stalking. And he goes, but my sex to my wife are really tame. So it's okay. That I mom. Well, I'm just I'm saying like, I'd really? rather do that than select one of those like, photos if, from an ex from like yeah. years well, ago. No, but what I'm saying is if it if it's a if it's a really, really super embarrassing thing that it, it, it's almost stalkerous level thing that you did with Instagram, then the sex has to be that bad as well. Yes, yes but it's yes, not. Yes, but, but I'm saying it has to be. It's it's mm. it's. But you, the question is this, it's this or that. And my that is better. Well, no, no, this. no, no. You you added on to it, making it how bad it was that you clicked on the Instagram. Well, I mean, just that's that's explaining the, the actual question. Uh-huh. Sex can be anything. explaining the sex that the sex would be equally as bad. I mean, a sex could be anything. It could be actual explicit information or it could just be an emoji. That's a that's a very good point. That is a very good yeah, point. But he's not understanding the spirit of this, that he specifically made it. Oh, worse I understand for it. We're not going. To and court. then he's OK with making it super simple for sexting. So he gets an easy out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so would you rather get slapped in the face every time you thought about sex? Or sneeze continuously while having sex. <laughs> I'm 
Brian's eyes, if you're listening, go back and forth, back and forth, back I mean, I thought we were going like, to keep this PG-13. That doesn't sound very PG-13. You should no, be saying, no, totally PG-13. you should say whoopee. Oh, yeah. No, I never did not make that promise. I said straight <laughs> up at the very beginning, it was going to be dirty. <laughs> I thought it was I, whoopee. That's, that's the term you should be using. Sorry, whoopee. Uh, so I, we'll, I'll bleep these out. <laughs> I don't know. If my face could take that kind of punishment. Oh. <laughs> so like, I'm serious. Slapped every time you think about it versus sneezing when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Sneezing continuously while having sex. I have to go. Sneezing. I mean, I, I think the I think the worst thing about sneezing continuously while you're doing it is y- y- your partner is not one to get going to get sprayed. Yes, I would yes, say because yes. I can is, turn my head for that. Isn't the get slapped every time I'm going to be in trouble. Isn't the rumor like when you sneeze, like it's almost euphoric like each time. So no. funny you say that, actually, uh, I have a good friend who was reading this book. May or may not have been about Whoopi, um, but the, the same um i shouldn't call it skin but not even glands like the whatever is in your nose is the same stuff that your down under parts are made of which is why when you sneeze it feels like good can i say orgasmic yeah. <laughs> um I said you and some, not for me. There are some people who, when they think about Whoopi, sneeze continuously. They like they actually sneeze. So that's why that girl was like that in high school. I remember she would just sneeze like <laughs> continuously, like sneeze and sneeze and sneeze. No, I will. I'm gonna. So ha- neither I, of us on this side. My friend, hold on. Neither mm. of us on this side know what that is because like that is not what we get when we sneeze at all ever do you not do you not when you sneeze do you not feel like (sighs) oh no and it's certainly not orgasmic it's not at all you you don't it isn't like when you have a good sneeze do you not feel like oh Oh my God! Please, somebody in chat. No, I'm help just me like out. I'm but, done, and I need to get I mean, back I'm to with you. like what I'm doing. Like I'm with you. It feels good, like right? I, said, I, I like, literally like, said I'd pick the sneezing. <laughs> okay. So. I mean, I said I'd pick the sneezing, but not for that reason <laughs> at all. <laughs> Ronan D was like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh my gosh." I'm with you. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. No, it's uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> ah. <sighs> A good sneeze. Oh, my gosh. For me, uh, the worst, like, it was the last podcast. And I was like, I have to sneeze. And my, like, eyes started watering. And I couldn't sneeze. And I was like, this is, this is defeating. This is, you don't get that sense of release. Uh, like, I can admit that the beforehand can be annoying. That's for sure. But uh, I certainly don't get that much pleasure after finishing it at all. Um, I mean, it's not it's not the, I would not say it's the same kind of gratification. Yeah. I would not say that. I mean, I don't it is have not to, like, identical. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, oh, thank God. Like, 
Uh, I got it out. Yeah. I guess not. Oh, wow. Okay. I so, think you are in the minority. I'm going to tell you. You and Renadiva are in the minority. I think. We could poll. Mm-hmm. We'll set it up. Tell so, us in the comments. <laughs> in my comment. Oh. <laughs> uh, would you rather be an extra in an Oscar winning movie or be the lead in a box office bomb? Be the an extra in a oh yeah an extra in a movie that ended up being Oscar winning or would you rather be the lead in something that's a box office bomb? I I'm gonna go first. I think I'd rather be the lead in a box office bomb because. What's the saying? Any recognition or even bad advertisement is is advertisement like, yeah, like. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I have to agree with you. I would say the lead for sure. That would make I will continue this trifecta again. Next year, you're just nobody, Uh, man. You're just like on the crowd and nobody cares. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, that yeah. was me behind the couch. <laughs> On this Oscar winning movie. No, no, I'd much rather be the lead because how many box office bombs mm-hmm. yeah. ended up later being cult hits? Or like the same like, actors. And I'm not saying you got even, I'm not even saying that you've like got paid for that. You know, the fact that it became a cult hit later that that made you extra money. But, you know, so, sometimes that recognition, uh, you know, bomb or not, you know, later can lead to other leads. Like yeah. I was the lead. Yeah. Yeah. It, it exactly. Did, especially, yeah. especially that not always did it bomb because your performance I could bomb was, I for any number of reasons. Tell us he was the lead in the movie right then. Like he was like, I was the lead. I thought he was going to say. Like, and also <laughs> I was like, well, what movie is this? I have been an extra in stuff that is shown on national TV. So uh, funny that ago. we went this route because the next question that I had was this one here, which states, would you rather be in a real life version of The Walking Dead? Or a real life version of Jurassic Park? Oh. And I don't mean Jurassic Park, hands down. Yeah, I don't mean Jurassic Park like it's on an island and you can just do your own thing like this is like the world. (laughs) This, no, that's not what the question is. It's a Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is on an island. You can't change question. the question that much. Question. A real life version of Jurassic Park is a movie that happens on an island. Yeah, for the most part, they there. do go to the mainland for a short time. Yeah. Um, but I'd much rather have Jurassic Park. There's a lot more hope in Jurassic Park than there is in Walking Dead. Walking Dead, there's no cure. Um, well, like there is cure. Like you, you can't even, dying. you can't even start a family uh, in that because don't ruin know, the, don't ruin it, Mike. <laughs> oh God. If you haven't watched the walking dead at this point, then you are the walking <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. I Hands mean, down Jurassic park. Uh, what do you say, Kelly? I, this one's a tough one for me because I love zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like him too. Jesus. On the screen. She's like, I just want one in my backyard. He's so cute. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll pose him around my shot of the dead. I'll just I'll hey, shackle I, him to my living room and he'll just look at me every day and get me and be like, oh, got me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a movie I think I'm pretty sure it's called Fred. Maybe the time that it actually bit her too, and she got me. So I'm sorry, you're talking about Fred. My bad. Oh yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's called Fred. Um, maybe somebody can correct me, but it's basically about like this kid who eventually, like, he he basically has this um, zombie as a, essentially a pet. There's a a lot more to the story, but. Um, it's actually pretty funny if you haven't seen it. If you like zombies, you should definitely watch that movie. Um, so I could kind of see that sort of an aspect of it. Um, but the Jurassic Park thing is pretty crazy, too. That doesn't I'm going to go with I'm going to go with um, uh, uh, Walking Dead. Totally going with Walking Dead. So. I also had to pick The Walking Dead because, I mean, I've been okay. I've been prepping myself for that life for like years now, playing all the games that I play like that is like <laughs> that. Yes. Like if I if tomorrow that happened, I'd be like, let's go. Let's do this. I thought he was going to say like intelligent things like I have a Bronco. I have a bullet reloader. Oh, no, I have 15 machetes like actual preparation for the zombie apocalypse yeah. as opposed to I moved a joystick and I cut down yeah. thick wood. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> you know, I have a history that prepares me for zombies in real life. I can I can do things. It's fine. I can do I can, things. I can survive I can virtual things. I can survive in the woods. It's fine. No big deal. All right. Um, <sighs> one last one, and it may resonate with you guys. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I maybe maybe one. I don't know. It's not going to be a sexual one. Mm. Would you rather oh. suddenly be elected a senator or suddenly become CEO of a major company. You won't have any more knowledge mm. about how to do either job than you do. That's probably the most right interesting now. question that you've asked so far. Or oh, that we all wow. asked, actually, not just you. But <laughs> I thought my sneezing was, was pretty interesting, but. Or. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a pretty good case. And I'm not saying in every situation, but I'm saying there's a pretty good case in a lot of situations that you wouldn't have to have a lot more knowledge for either one of those. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, um, I'm not disrespecting. There's some brilliant CEOs after, out there. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Like, so in order to be a, like, so to me, it's like, do you help? Do you help others? Or do you mm -hmm. help? yourself is how I look at it. And mm. and either has a that path, either way. right because well the senator and I'm not trying to be corrupt. I'm saying like as a senator, yeah. I'd have the ability to potentially like, you know, like get laws put into place and like change things for the good for lots of people. Like that would be the way that and that's why I'm never going to be a senator, because obviously I don't fit. I don't fit the criteria of what people want as a senator, <laughs> but that would be the idea, right? Like I'd be able to have like for the greater good. And then on the CEO yeah. side, it's like, but then I would be in charge of a company, which I can make all of the decisions I want and I could create the most ultimate wealth. And like, well, I guess depending on the company, it doesn't have, you didn't say like it had yeah. to be Amazon. It just had to be a CEO. It could be like a CEO of, yeah. you know, Domino's pizza, like whatever. 
Um, that, well, that's oh, also I a guess very, Domino's actually pizza. Pretty big company. <laughs> I meant like a small pizza place. Yeah. I was thinking of a Domino's like little location, but um, uh, like a franchise. Yeah. That's not a CEO. That's that's a franchise. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd have to. <sighs> it sucks because I would love to be the senator, but I think I'd have to get the CEO route just because as a senator, it's not just you that makes the laws and makes things happen like it's a collective body versus mm-hmm. a CEO where like you ultimately unless there's a board, you ultimately make the decision. So yeah. I would have to say CEO. Yeah. Same CEO. Like there's no question in my mind. Yeah. One, I hate politics. Yeah. Two, he's exactly right. It's a collective body that makes laws. And you know what happens to the IQ of a mob yes. compared to the IQ of the people in it. Speaking of the walking dead. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> the walking lawmakers. Um, yeah, no, C- CEO. Uh, and, and here's the thing, too, is I think I would also have less impact due to my ignorance. Yeah, it's like I don't have any again. I don't have any additional information going into either of these positions. Yeah. And I think I would have. Less of a negative impact as a CEO, which because that then implies that you have other chief executive officers that have been through this company and building this company all the way up to this point. So they already have some good. Information on how the company runs and and ways to do things that you can learn from fairly quickly, as opposed to like a senator. And you're like, what? I can make my state look real dumb. (laughs) Remind me to tell you about a myself where that doesn't exist (laughs) later. That's true. But and and yes, a senator does have a staff as well. Similar. But I, I think I think you would have. Kind of, kind of the opposite of what Mike was saying, but still with the same result is where would I do the least amount of damage? Yeah, so I was thinking the same thing because, well, I get. So I, as far as politics are concerned, a lot of the time I see both sides of the coin and it's for me, I'm like, oh, God, that's a that's a very difficult decision to make. And that is a stressful situation to begin. And also with politics, you see, uh, you know, the people being swayed for different reasons and maybe not necessarily the good reasons, right? At least when you're a CEO, um, like, I guess it depends on the size of the company, but you've got like somebody right there looking up at you. These are the decisions you're making, right? Um, and also, I, I I feel like if I went the senator route, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to make these the decisions I want to make. And I've got six years and then I'll be out and then I can find something else. But I also don't want to be on camera all the time, like making these awful statements and then being misconstrued. I mean, we're already on like, camera right I now. I mean, you get that right? both ways, though. Like in both situations, you'd be on <laughs> camera and people would be watching you every like, second. Depending like, on the I'm company you're a CEO for, though, right? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, if you're a CEO of yeah. SaaS gaming, then not a lot of people yeah. are going to see you. It, at least <laughs> if I'm the CEO of a company, like I don't have to send out stupid fucking, you know, Tesla tweets like <laughs> Elon Musk, you know, oh, oh, I'm going to donate money because I'm going to steal my share because 
characters because of this, and it's really not that. But it's still so, funny. Like he just did it because why not? Yeah, I mean, but that's like it. Well, I mean, it's not funny. Voice. He was going to do it anyway. Yeah, he was going to do. It. But, I mean, it's, it's funny because you're like everybody's mm. like, oh god, look at him tweeting about like normal oh, things, oh. like mm, yeah. normal things. I don't know about how normal that is. <laughs> I mean, I, there's. Yeah. I don't want to go down a whole rabbit hole, but there's <laughs> there could be some securities issues and insider trading issue from him doing that as well. Yeah, that's true. So and then you get too big for your britches. And I feel like I'm not too big for my britches. So therefore, I would be a better CEO than senator. Not that I would be. Fantastic at either, depending on where I was the CEO. So. It's also because you're good at doing laundry, so you don't shrink them too much. Well, if you're good at doing laundry, then you'll be perfect in a senator position. Yeah. I think that is a big difference, though. CEO, you're mostly dealing with your own shit. Yeah. Senator, you're dealing with everybody else's shit. Yeah. And like you said, like there are people below you who can advise you and, you know. Well, you hope. <laughs> I, I would hope. Yeah. I guess it depends on which company I'm walking into. No. But I do. I could definitely do my research and I could definitely take a step back for a minute. And be like, what the heck is going on? So. Cool. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly's Corner, for <laughs> sponsoring today's fun little game <laughs> podcast. Sponsoring today's podcast. <laughs> today's podcast brought to you by Kelly's, Kelly's Corner. Kelly's Corner. Find all of your Where? delicious items and scary creatures at kelly's corner halloween diys at kelly's corner <laughs> all year long it's like spirit except all year long <laughs> you actually can buy stuff at spirit all year long and i sometimes have oh so. my god stop it I all right I well let's I, I expected no less from kelly than having the actual answer to that right off the just the top of her head that's <laughs> i love it love so it. uh Let's talk about what we've been playing this week. I feel like it's been a month since our last podcast. I don't know why. I just feel like it's been that way because I've had so much memory of a goldfish. I have so much time off (laughs) that I've been playing like all of these games. And what's weird is this week, I feel like I've only played two and I'm not sure how. That has happened. And uh, Mike, I do need to correct you. You played three. Because you did your last Shocktober. I on did. Friday. I sure. So that's what I'm saying. I can't even remember the things that I've played. I, I totally forgot about that. That was beside yourself, right? Yeah, I think. The, God, yes. which one was that? Oh, oh that's oh, the hospital me... one. Oh, my God. OK. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So I guess <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> that one was sick. So uh, if you're just now listening for the first time, we do Shocktober every Halloween or every October, uh, raising money for Able Gamers uh, charity. Uh, And the reason why we do that is because they're a great charity organization that raises money for kids uh, and they're able to modify controllers and things to allow kids to play video games that don't have the ability to do so typically with normal controllers. So really cool charity. And what I do is I basically play scary games uh, which initially I picked, which was fun because there wasn't really many scary games, I thought. Uh, 
And then it turned into he wasn't looking hard enough. <laughs> and then it turned into this year where Kelly <laughs> and Brian and, and Bruno decided to pick like the scariest games I've ever didn't even realize would ever well, come to life. Uh, correction. Kelly picked them all except for one that I picked. Hey, so I mean, y'all Kelly all did that. That's fine. is amazing. So hey, next go year, I'm going to need some help. So Brian, yeah. Brian, your game was definitely scary. It was scary. This is a different type of scary, yes. which we may have yes. to do another charity event some other time for that kind of stuff. But yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I played. So we raised uh, a goal. Uh, our goal was 750. We ended up with eight hundred eighty one dollars raised, uh, which is super amazing. Uh, again, 100 percent of this went to straight to the charity. None of that went to us. Um, we're literally the only thing that I did was just hope to scare you or watch you like guys laugh at me getting scared. So it was really awesome. We definitely. Uh, and because the fact that we went over the goal and we met the goal, uh, we decided to do I, I said I would do an encore stream. So we did the last one last Friday uh, and we played a game called Beside Yourself. So as as soon as I thought beside myself, beside myself, as soon as I thought that, like, I could just play Phasmophobia again, which I already think is terrifying, and especially playing on single player and nightmare mode and all that stuff. Uh, Kelly found another game that is actually even scarier and creepier, just like all the things that I hate. Uh, so we played that one and this one took place, uh, as you're, and it's funny, you're a reporter named Michael. <laughs> Interesting. So <laughs> it's like, it. it's like, Hey Michael, this is blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is weird. So anyway, uh, so you play this reporter that is, gets a, a random hit that there's a, a story to be told in this like old abandoned hospital, uh, which is more of like an asylum, but they don't really mention that like in the you know, the email yeah. they send you. Uh, so you go there and <laughs> the email. Yeah, exactly. So you go there and you basically start going through uh, the different levels of this asylum, essentially. But it's all underground. So like it starts off on like level one then there's level two, there's basement, there's like basement one, basement two and all that stuff. And uh, and it's just a it's an interesting thing because like each floor was essentially at the next level uh, and each had their own puzzles. But at the same time, it's still a scary game and you're trying to uncover like the mystery of what's actually happened there while you're being haunted by like the scariest ghost in the world. Uh, and I will say there was a lot of um, a lot more jump scares in this game that I've ever seen probably in a game. Uh, and a lot of them to me were predictable. Uh, but the ones that I didn't or when I got careless and I was like, I just need to hurry up and get out of here. Like those would get me the worst because they would they would do the jump scares in a certain place that I knew it was coming and I would still jump and it just like I, I remember one time like, I got literally That's what just she said scream uh, not scream but I said a lot of bad words but uh, it was just like it was just one after another I'm just like I hate this I uh, just want to get out of here it's gonna be done um, but yeah it was really cool and uh, I'm glad that that's now over <laughs> until next year uh, but it was a really great experience and again uh, really thanked uh, I really thank all of you that are listening or those who participated on the live stream yeah. um, to help raise that money. It was super cool. And uh, I'm glad that we were able to to do something for, for some kids in need. So it's really cool. Um, but yeah, and thanks for reminding need, me of that one. Everybody, <laughs> thank you for making me relive, relive that awful experience. Yeah, I already blocked Thank you to everybody also who um, donated um, off of the live stream because there were several donations that were made. So, like mm -hmm. Mike was saying that all goes to um, helping kids like enjoy playing these games, even with disabilities. And especially now with COVID, we're all, you know, 
we're not necessarily all indoors, but we're all still very careful. And some of these kids with disabilities can't be out with, yeah. you know, the general population. So um, giving them the chance to play with other people and, you know, maybe talking to other kids while they're playing these games is, is pretty huge. Yeah, super cool. So really appreciate that. And thanks for that. I will now erase this from my memory again till next year. Uh, all the gameplays, I don't have to like live through that again, but uh, I appreciate that. It was good. Uh, next year great is great weeks job, away. Mike. Seriously, eight great freaking job. You yes. it, man. Next like, year. you did an amazing job. Well, I well done, appreciate sir. it, I guess. That's kind of applause for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so, game of the moment this week uh, was a game called The Good Life. And uh, we actually played that last night. Last night was Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. It's the not a normal podcast day, but we decided to move it up today. Uh, but the game called The Good Life was a very interesting one. I found it on Xbox Game Pass, uh, and it's a. It didn't have any disclaimer, and it just like it had the photo of the game, and there wasn't a video to tell you, you know, what the game was about. It just had a little description, and I was like, "This is interesting." The game doesn't even have a video to tell me what it's about. I'm going to download it to see what it's about because why not? Um, intrigued me. So I downloaded it and it turned out to be a game that starts off very like odd in the sense of like a his like a historical lesson about uh, this guy and his cat in the UK. It was like a famous figure and this cat brought him all this like fame and fortune and he like sold the cat and like became like this person of interest and got married and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, but this story isn't about him. This story is about what happened to that cat. And you just start off as a person has nothing to do with the cat. This is like you're a professional photographer from New York. You're in the UK investigating this town uh, that's supposed to be like the happiest town in the world. And you're there because you actually owe a lot of money to like you're in debt. And this company has told you that we'll pay off your debt if you like uncover the mystery there because obviously they're the happiest place on earth. Well, there has to be something wrong like that. There's no way that it can just be that happy. Mm -hmm. So you go there as a professional photographer. You're like, all right, cool. I'm going to take some photos. They're going to pay my trip and I'll just, you know, figure out what's going on. But something very interesting does happen. Uh, every time there's a full moon uh, that a spoiler, if you don't want to hear the rest of this, get forward for a little bit. Uh, but something happens in the town that, you go back into town around midnight and everybody is a cat or a dog. Like the whole town turns into like cats and dogs. And you're like, what the heck? And so when you start playing through this, like you uh, I actually gain the ability to become a cat. And uh, eventually I think you'd be, be able to turn to a dog potentially. Uh, but there's just a lot of different things. It has a very yeah. uh, same aesthetic as like uh, Nintendo 64 games. So like the characters and the shapes and the story uh, has like very like uh, pretty good, like, comedy with it as well um which is pretty cool it's like hearing some of the stuff that they you know you would talk to different people and you could tell your character's like kind of just pissy about being there and like people start talking to her and she's just like all right cool all right uh okay okay like trying okay i'm trying to get out of here and she was and she just like she keeps was going so aggressively <laughs> disinterested in what other people were saying it, you, you could and 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 i don't mean this I really don't mean this in a negative way. I really, really liked how they wrote this. They totally wrote her as someone like, cannot believe I am here doing this. Yeah. <laughs> just, just let me, just let me do my thing. Like everyone just leave me alone. Let me do my thing and get out of here. 
Then we take and, the picture of the hydrangeas and mm-hmm. then get GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was, it, it, I liked the writing in this game. Yeah, the writing was really great. And so the other part of this too is I, I kind of gave you the story of what the game's about. Uh, there's a little town and it's like, you know, someone actually mentioned Hot Fuzz. Like it's very similar to like that yeah, style, yeah, like little yeah. town, little pub. Happiest um, town in England. Yeah. So, but the cool thing was, is there's multiple parts of this game. So there's the quest you can do, but again, you're a professional photographer. So you have a computer where you can upload to this thing called Flamingo, uh, which is like basically Instagram. And there's like certain hashtags of the day that you can take photos of. And when you upload them uh, very slowly, because you have dial up on this old like 486, um, basically uh, you can get like hearts, like people like 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 your photo. And then for per those photos, you get money and you can actually you know buy stuff with that stuff. Um, and there's like a little camera shop in the city or, you, or the town you can go to and like buy um, like better lenses and stuff. So as a photographer myself, like it was pretty neat to see a game like kind of revolving, not just around like Pokemon Snap where you're just taking pictures of a bunch of stuff, but like actually, you know, different equipment. There's like things, different lenses you can get. Uh, to kind of do that as well, which is pretty neat. And then there was just uh, and there's a lot of other side quests, things that you can kind of do. Uh, there was gardening like you actually could do gardening. Uh, there was like uh, some other random things that we ran into. I can't remember the heck the word, but like there's some other things that were just like not typical that you would expect in a game like this. Um, but I thought it was really well, I mean, cool I don't know, character. like a guy in full knight's armor that is a woodworker like building cabinet <laughs> yeah. and hitting like, it with I'm a hammer out yeah i was like that's and like you don't even see his face he's got like the, the stereotypical like you know beaked helmet on and yeah and then he walked in you walked into just some random store and the dude's like hey how you doing i'm just polishing this with my one mechanical arm, like yeah. one robot yeah. arm. Wasn't he then, like yeah. eating mushrooms or something? No, it was a different Yeah, yeah, day, yeah <laughs> day drinkers referring to Bruno. Yeah. We found Bruno. We found, Bruno, the game. found a Bruno. Ran, <laughs> who ran like this uh, cafe or, you know, like I wouldn't call it a restaurant, but they served food. And he's just sitting there with this bucket of food. And he's just like, you walk in, he's just shoving it in yeah. and you're like, dude, 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 dude. No, no, no. Don't eat your profits. Don't, yeah. No, we'll <laughs> sell that. Don't eat that. He didn't care. You never, you never eat your own. Never, never. Yeah. Don't get high on your own supply. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't care. But it was a really neat they game. Did not. I didn't get too far in the game so far uh, just because there's just so much random things to kind of look at and kind of just get a hold of. Uh, and then playing with them last night, kind of showing them the game too. I kind of went through all those same steps again. Uh, so I don't really know, you know, the long term, like actually finishing out the quest and things, but it's a pretty interesting game so far. It was a cool concept. It had a really like kind of crazy story. Uh, even like I said, the part that they didn't even see, which is like the intro of the game. Uh, so I definitely recommend it. It's uh, currently right now. It's it's uh, included on the Xbox Game Pass. If you have that subscription, uh, it's included. Uh, and it's thirty nine ninety nine right now on Steam. Was it 39 or 29? I thought it was 20, 29 on Steam. So if you wanted to purchase it, you could buy it that way. Um, but pretty neat game. Uh, the only other thing that I've been playing recently uh, is a not surprised for any of you guys, uh, but it's called Industry Idol. So one of the members. Uh, oh, my God. Every time I've <laughs> seen you on Discord. <clears throat> 
Zeiss is playing industry. Idol. Yeah. So industry idol. One of our one of our discord um, people, uh, he actually recommended it. It was like, hey, if you're into automation, which we've played satisfactory together, we played a lot of different games and oh. uh, like, yeah. So he was like, hey, check this out. It's free. So it's free on Steam. It's free on your phone. It's free on Android or iOS. Um, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And it looks very basic. It's just literally a grid and it has little icons in it, which are your different items. Um, but it's a full automation game where you have um, certain like you need power, right? So you need a consistent thing of power where you have wind and you have solar and, you know, wind works 80 percent of the time where solar works like, you know, so many percent of the day. So like at night, your power fluctuates. So you want to get to the point where you have consistent power. So you use either uh, natural gas or you can use like actual like uh, like oil and produce like petroleum and stuff. Uh, so there's like different uh different things like that and then on top of that then you can try to get to the point where you actually start creating like an actual you know business where you're selling parts like superconductors or like iron or steel and you're actually exporting these things out and uh so you're kind of monitoring all of this there's a there's a in-game market that you can export and every two hours it refreshes the prices of the different the different things that cost so um if you like are exporting a lot of this one time then all of a sudden like two hours later it's not worth that much so now you have to switch it out to sell something else uh and there's just a lot of different neat things with the game if you're in automation this is a great game for that um, but the other neat thing that i noticed is that there actually is a player's market as well so you can actually play alongside other people uh as you just are just playing they're just in the background they're just doing stuff too um, and you can go to the player's market and actually export and sell or buy goods from the market so you can actually put things on the market that you feel wow. you know right now like it's literally called like the like stock market and you can literally like place you know so much got, percent of iron yeah and people oh, want to wow. buy it people don't want to buy it so and if some of those things you need to be able to like build something else so it's really neat i haven't even gotten that far yet uh, i've seen it but i just i was like i don't even have the stuff they're looking for um but i got to the point today where i actually joined the discord for the game because i just had questions and it's very it's pretty similar uh pretty new uh there's actually one developer uh, it's called uh, fish pond uh games and the it's um basically one developer and like there's only a few videos on YouTube right now about it. So the videos that were out there were very helpful, but I just there were certain things that I just didn't have answers to. And I was like, ah, so I went to the discord and I was like, they have like a help page. I went in there and started typing within like not even five minutes. I got response back from the mods and they were like, nice. oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. He's like, yeah, because of this. And I'm like, thank you. Like, that's what I was looking for. Like I've been war like yeah. this whole time. I had no idea what this little thing meant. And now I do. And now it made my game a lot better. Um, so it was really cool. Shout out to their discord. Cause man, that was really awesome to like have someone like respond to me real time. And he's like, Hey, by the way, check out this, you know, this thing. And I was like, cool. I have checked that out. I just like, it just totally makes sense to me. He's like, Oh no, no problem. Like ask any questions you want. Like no problem. Like, all right, cool. That's so super cool. it was really awesome. I really enjoyed that. And uh, it's just, it's, it's been a really interesting game. Like I said, it's free. Uh, so it's free on uh, Steam or it's free on your iOS or Android uh, and you can have two separate games going and and it's it's literally an idle game. So if you stay away for so long up to an amount, uh, you'll get like free money basically for being away uh, or you can watch an ad to like get the rest. But there's no microtransactions and there's no other ads in the game other than the ones that if you when you leave and you come back and you want to make more money, you can select the ad and that's it. 
Uh, outside of that, there's no microtransactions. There's no like extra things. There is a DLC, an expansion you can pay for $4.99, but that's it. Like there's nothing like else about the game. That's nothing cool. pops up. Nothing good. when you open the game doesn't start to add. It's like very simplistic, very easy and pretty and it's not awesome. Like your data and all that. Uh, as far as I know, not. I mean, it's just like yeah. literally like it doesn't ask me to like use my camera and use my you know all these things that you would, you know, not be like, why does this game need that? Um, so, yeah, it's yeah. really neat. Um, and I and really shout out to the developer because it's just it's a really cool game. And for that kind of like simplicity is like what's really cool about it, because like I don't have to like. Play this like massive game like I can just have it on my phone, play when I want to put it down, walk away, come back. So. But that's basically all I like. literally today. All I did was play that like I had it on my screen and it's cool because it's uh, it's resizable. So you can actually like make it large or make it smaller. And so it doesn't take my whole screen. I just had it up and I was like doing discourse, talking to different people and I was doing other things, looking at videos and YouTube and stuff. But I was kept playing this because it's in the background, constantly like working on making my you know, I was talking to you today, Kelly, and I was like just yeah. doing that. All. And literally like, all I did today oh, was I that. Saw, yeah. Yeah. Like I literally <laughs> yeah. did that all day. And I was like. I want to play something. And I was like, I don't know what to play yet. I'll keep thinking about it. I just keep playing. I kept playing. I'm like, all I did today was play that game. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs> so anyway, that's good. That's uh, that's pretty much what I played today. So and that's all I have. So what do you got, Brian? I mean, I do not know if I can keep up with that. I mean, it okay. was pretty serious. Cool. No, I just like the amount of words. <laughs> uh, I played so definitely be short. <laughs> Deathloop, it is a first-person shooter. It's got pretty interesting physics in it and good good gunplay. Uh, the, the guns feel very interesting, and so far the guns that I've used seem pretty different from each other. Uh, they seem to have some good impact. They're very, like, a lot of the guns are very. Some of them are almost steampunkish or almost like really almost like out of Bioshock in some ways. Mm-hmm. But then there's some unique guns like there's these two pistols that you can pick up that there's these unique pistols. You do wield them. And as you get hits or kills with one, it buffs the other pistol like back and forth. Oh, wow. And then you can combine them because they the barrel goes all the way to the back of one gun and you literally put them together and twist and lock and you have this like longer gun item. Uh, So some of the design concepts are pretty cool. All of this happens on this island. You wake up with amnesia. Boy, never heard that before in a game. (laughs) But you wake up in this island And you see words floating in the air that you quickly find out is yourself talking to yourself. And you find out that every day, the day on the island repeats every day. Oh, whoa. So it's a time loop. And in theory, everyone's aware of the time loop to like a greater or lesser degree. Like some people are really aware of it and they're so aware of it that they can actually continue thoughts from one day to another, like to continue, like build research up and keep doing while others know that they're in a time loop, but 
still repeat the things they did the prior days. Mm. Because I, I like might maybe like intellectually they're not strong enough or or willpower not strong enough that they can like have an you know an independent thought outside of the loop. Uh, so much so that you're walking along, you're listening to these people talk, and the ones like, "Oh, this is great! I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off and I'm gonna fall down. I'm gonna make the biggest splat you've ever seen." And the other one, you know, and one of the other ones is like, come on, like, I ain't got all day jump already. And you're like, and they're, they're very far off the ground. And, and the guy's getting ready to jump off and kill himself. <laughs> and you get the impression that this guy does this every day and says the same thing every day and thinking that he's going to be really. And, and you know, you, you figure, oh, he knows he's in a time loop, so he knows he's going to come back the next day. So he knows that, it, you know, it's no big yeah. deal. But also at the same time doesn't seem to be doing different things. Uh, so that's the uh. setup, right? The concept is you want to break out of this time loop. And no one on the island wants you to do that. And everyone on the island knows who you are and what you look like. Uh. And there are seven, seven or eight visionaries. And they're, they're the ones that absolutely know they're in a time loop and they can continue thoughts from one day to the next and to to again to a greater or lesser degree and you have to kill all the visionaries in the same day oh god oh, now terrible. now here's where it gets complex because it could be like that's, oh that's not already complex enough. i know yeah. well no like like it it Here's here's where it could get super complex, where it's unplayable is if they said, oh, well, these people are on a loop this way and this person goes here and this person does this, this, this. And then you got to like memorize it like Hitman. Hitman's very much like I was going to say this sounds a lot like Hitman, like in the sense of like that. that. But this is where it differs is because Hitman, you know, you're playing the same scenario. It's not a loop of the same day. Right. Um, And you do. You kind of get used to people's loops so that you can use them to your advantage. Um, and Hitman's a lot smaller theater. This thing's a giant island with four different phases of the day. Okay. And di- in different phases of the day, different things happen in the eight different sections of the island. Jeez. And it could be, yeah, already you're like, there's no way I'm going to memorize these loops. Here's the great thing is you don't. The game, like, if it sounds daunting, don't worry about it. I, if you like first person shooters and you want an interesting concept, go get this game and play it because here's the cool thing. What they do is they know. Okay. So when you play a game, you have a character that takes on attributes that you can't really do in real life. Right. Mm -hmm. I can't jump that high in real life. Right. Or this, this scientific advancement doesn't exist in real life, but my character has it and can use it. So they do that same thing with player knowledge. So when you're when, oh, excuse me, character knowledge, not player knowledge. So when your character learns something, even if you kind of forget it, it's okay. Your character knows it and they kind of guide you a little bit. Uh, I even got to one place that says you've actually done all you need to do in this section right now. Don't worry. You're like literally this is a note that came up and said this. Oh, and it wow. says, don't worry, you'll be able to explore it more later. 
Uh, you can still explore it more if you want, but you really don't need to at this point. You should just go on to the next section. And this is more in the tutorial. I don't expect to see this note every time, but they're, they're literally saying like, it's okay, move on. And you go back to your home base and there's like a, like a board and it talks about the things you've learned. And again, you don't have to memorize it. For instance, one of the first things that you need to find out is a code to a door. And the, and it's really the, like the, the, my partner's been playing it and their code was different than my code. Uh, so it's not the same code from game to game. And here's the cool interesting. thing. Interesting. You have to go through this door several times throughout the course of the, like even early on in the game. Once you learn the code of the door, you don't have to put the code in anymore. Your character knows the code. So you just, it's, it, you know, you can enter it if you want. But here's two things. One, it actually shows the code right on the screen, right in the, the keypad. It'll show you what the code is because it's like a it's a circular keypad and there's LEDs in the middle and it just shows on the LED what the code is. Yeah. So you get so it so you don't have to memorize it. You just hit space and it auto enters the code in for you. Nice. And that's just one of the small things. There's a lot of these things that you it's because of this loop and because of the eight different areas and the four different times of the days and the eight, you know, seven or eight different vision areas that you've got to get in the right place at the right time and learn how to get them in all in the right place at the right time. So you can go through and kill them all in one day. It sounds like this super complex thing where in reality, the game is actually walking you through some stuff. And it's a, it's it's kind of a bit of a linear story without you realizing it. So it's really this awesome thing where they have this almost linear story within this time loop thing that you have, you feel have that you have tons of freedom to go wherever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's just guided enough to take that super complexity away to where you can have fun with the game, rely on your character knowing something, but it also has a lot of flexibility in, in it that you do interesting things. And by the way, this is not touching on any of the technology yet. You start with this technology that allowed called reprise and it's the slab. They call it slab and you carry it on you and it gives you the power that when you die, it rewinds time a short bit and then you get to continue forward again and you get to use that twice. And the third time it starts the day over. Oh, that's and you can upgrade neat. it later. Cool. And the visionaries have their own slabs, so you can take special powers from them. And once you get that back to your base, then you can choose to equip that because you can only equip so many, like I think four. And then you can like modify weapons and you can slot things into things and you can like do trinkets that add extra power to your weapons. And like there's. And if you don't die and you make it back, you get to keep that stuff. If you die, then you lose stuff out in the field. And so there's this, there's neat kind of tech, not tree, but like the stuff that you're taking off of other people to one of the first trinkets, not even a slab, because the slabs are the big, powerful things, right? Just this trinket that I got allowed me to double jump. Hmm. That's cool. And it's like. You think one, you think it's a minor thing. It's it's yeah. actually useful in the game. And by the way, the parkour in this game is insane. Like, like I was, <laughs> I was like, all of a sudden I was like, how do I get through this door? I can't figure it out. And I was like walking around. I was like, I don't have the code. And, and like, I'm going up this way. And then all of a sudden I climbed over something. I was like, I just climb over this wall 
and I'm on the other side of it. Like, I was like, holy cow, you can climb on a lot of stuff in that game. So, uh, super fun, super crazy, crazy oh. characters in it that like got some weird writing. Um, and when you're all done with that, you can then play against your nemesis. Um, Juliana, I think something like that. I forgot her name, uh, which apparently like literally you first meet her and you're like, did we used to date? And she like slams you down on the ground and, you, and you're like, yeah, we dated. <laughs> <laughs> and so and she's so you get to play as him first, Colt, and break the loop. Then you get to play the game as her to protect the loop. Okay. Oh. Which oh. I don't know how much story that part has, because one of the things you can do is her is invade other people's games and prevent them from breaking the loop. Well, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. I mean, I'm telling you, it's one of those games that starts with this really cool premise. And then the more and more I learn about it, I'm like, that's a super cool thing all by itself in another game. Yeah. And then that's a super cool. Thing. So I, I was really tentative at first of this game because it looks like I was like, man, I just I don't have the time to invest in it. And it really turned into a game that. Because of how it uses that character knowledge, you can pick it up and play it for 15 or 20 minutes, have fun, maybe even make a little progression and then go about the rest of your day and you can pick it up two days later and be perfectly fine because the way they handle the knowledge in the game. It's really cool. Sweet. No, that's cool. I'll have to check it out now. Mm. Well, cool. That's yeah, totally uh, worth it. Uh, that is not on Game Pass. Uh, that is only on PC because it is a console exclusive on the PS5 until um, oh. like a year goes by or something like yeah. that. But you can buy it on PC on Steam. And I think it's a normal like $60 game. Yeah. If I remember correctly. And I was going to say that was the last game, but I, I see that I accidentally Kelly launched it. Slid one oh. in there at the last minute. So that's what uh, what he said. She slid one yeah, in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make this one super quick. Um, so my brother got my daughter's guess who for their birthday, and uh, it was a blast from the past. Did y'all play guess who when you're growing up? I played guess who at lunch at work. <laughs> oh, <it's>, oh. <laughs> that's a different game, son. <laughs> So if for those of you who have never played Guess Who, it's um, a. I'll call it a board of um, it, it, a bunch of hinges of pictures of people and you have to say, you know, uh, does your person have earrings? Does your person have spiky hair? Does your person have, you know, this or that? And we've never said to our children like we've never. <laughs> Like, oh, was this person black or white? Like, and we've sent them to schools so that they don't know the difference between like, like everybody's a person. So we can talk about like very specific details about them. Do they have red hair? Do they have blonde hair? Do they have black hair? Do they have brown hair? Um, and it's been a really interesting uh, look at like what they've learned and how they've learned it and 
But also, <laughs> they'll be like, does your person have um, three earrings in one ear? And one of them will go, no. And they'll both go, do, 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 do. And I'm like, no, that's not <laughs> how it works. Only, only you who asked the question, like, pushes the pieces down. And <laughs> so oh, they're both been, doing, yeah. <laughs> they're like, do, 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 and then like, then they get down to like the end and they're like, we we're done. And I'm like, there's, there's James a, Blake. I think it's brown hair with glasses and female. If you ask those three, you can narrow down the game within like the first three questions. Oh, like really? down to okay. like three or four people left. Like it's <laughs> insane. Like it, I saw an article on that before. Cause I was yeah. like, like it was really interesting, but yeah, it's like, and it's kind of like a gray area. Like some people are like, Oh, you can't use that rule, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. It's, it, it's, it's been fun seeing them like discover a game that I used to play as a kid. So. Oh, that's awesome. I'm yeah. sure I'll be there as well in a few years. <laughs> yes, actually, we may be handing the game down. Yeah, to here we go. So, <laughs> hey, you know, Mike Seliker said that he loved the concept of board game hand-me-downs. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. For loved that. it. Totally yeah. down. So. Uh, well, that's awesome. That's what we've been playing this week. Hang tight for just a few minutes here. We're going to go to the bathroom, get another drink, uh, hang a hang a you know, hang out for the break and uh, we'll be back. And we're back. I'll have to set up like a techno button. I think it's going to hit the button like. <laughs> but like on and off, there's no like delay. It's just like literally however long you hit the button and you hit it off, it just turns off. There's no like extra. Just dooch, dooch, dooch. <laughs> You're like, blah, 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 and like dooch, dooch, dooch. <laughs> I mean, I can already do idea. that. I mean, boots and pants and boots and pants and boots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, already <laughs> I can hit it. And I just stop it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Ah. Wow. So, yeah, I can do that. Boots and pants. <laughs> so well, we'll have Kelly. We'll have Kelly pick out the uh, the techno. Let's um get into the actual news. Of course, oh. it, we would do that. And uh, yeah, maybe I should pick something off of our site because we would do that and we'd get like copyright claim because mm-hmm. it'd be real techno. So yeah. that down there, that's the actual news. That was the cue. Oh. I know, but I was talking about something. We weren't done talking. See, cue. Hang out, dude. Cue down there. Oh my God. <laughs> to figure something out. So big news today was announced boots and pants, boots and pants, not that. Well, that wasn't the big news. The big news today was chat was that we found out that uh, and I personally checked my email today and I got an email and it says, hey, Zycia, Uh, basically, uh, blah, 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 BP. We're sorry. (laughs) Not uh, not extreme, Uh, but basically (laughs) the stream deck has been delayed. So Valve has announced today that the stream deck uh, that I would initially was going to get. So I've got the lowest tier stream deck and I know you guys were like, oh my God, but the, you know, the NVMe and blah, blah, blah. Doesn't you got matter. the lowest tier what? Stream deck. Steam, Steam. Steam deck. Sorry, I said stream. Steam deck. Steam deck. <laughs> this <laughs> is a stream deck. That's a stream deck and it's ridiculous for this whole thing. But uh, so the Steam deck. I was like, he said just, it four times. I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's saying that wrong. 
the uh, the lowest because there level was a new Steam Deck announced of uh, a version yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As faceplates are replaceable. So the I, like, I didn't think that got delayed. The Steam Deck has been delayed, but it was uh, initially the the second and third tier. So medium and high. Uh, they were already planned for 2022. That was like since the beginning of the mm-hmm. launch, it said on their website, like 2022. Yeah. The lowest tier which is the one I purchased. It has like not the solid state drive or the NVMe drive. It's just a regular hard drive, whatever. Lower graphics. I don't care. It's just the point it's is for science, right? Price. So I have other for science. Yeah. For other, I have two other people that have bought one, bought the medium one, bought the high. So it's like we can compare and, you know, for journalism, mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's cheaper. So whatever. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, I love how he says it's science, but it's it's it is a solid state drive. It's like an SD card, right? But it's just not the the fancy. It's not as fast as an NVMe. Yes, okay. but um, so that one initially had stated that it was going to be available come December. So December twenty twenty one is their expected date. Uh, but they announced today that this they didn't really say which one. They just said the Steam Deck in whole has been delayed until February 2022. So two months out past the original date, uh, they blamed basically the global supply chain for the device. Uh, they said I've been blaming the supply chain forever. And it's you know, it's hard to not like because, you know, we're, we're still in this like chip shortage, right? Like that's been a thing. Like even car makers are seeing the same. That's why your used cars are worth a lot more money. Yeah, if you have a used car and you want to sell it, this is a perfect time to do that because the chips are like the whole car is worth a lot more money. Um, so because of that, the same thing with PlayStation 5, same thing with Xbox, like all of these things have been like shorted because of this chip uh, or this chip shortage. And uh, they use the same example. They were like, hey, chip shortage, you know, we're having a lot of issues with this. Uh, and, you know, we're hoping by February we'll be able to do that. So unfortunately, it's not great news for everyone. But personally, I don't care because uh, the way that the Steam Deck is created is that it's going to be able to play your Steam library for the most part. I mean, obviously, you're not going to run everything at Ultra. You're not going to be able to like play like the top AAA games in Ultra, whatever. Um, but, but you can play Phasmophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that matters I mean, you can literally you, right? play pretty much not for me, for you, maybe uh, you can no. literally play. Uh, any, you know, any basic game in Steam. I have, I have so many games in Steam. Like if you're probably with me, uh, there's many games in Steam that you have that you haven't even played yet that you just, mm. you know, you have all these other AAA games to worry about that you want to run on your computer and you're like away. I could just pull out the Steam Deck and just play those games. Uh, as I talked about earlier, Industry Idol, I'd be a perfect game to be playing on my Steam Deck. <laughs> uh, as I have my phone on my lap and the Steam Deck, so I can do both. Um, but no, it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's something that's going to be there Come February, I'm not going to be upset. There's no like there's no launch titles with this Steam Deck, which I think is one of the biggest things that's not going to hurt them in this case, because yeah, right? nobody's going to care if it's delayed a couple months. Yeah, it sucks. I want it now. It's our mentality. But two months away, I mean, whatever. If that's going to take two months, then I'll get it then. And I just it's going to be just another asset that can be really cool to have versus like, you know, a PS5. There's like actual like launch titles that are coming out with it. And now you can't play the cool game. Like I can play whatever. So anyway, that's the news that dropped today. Uh, Steam Deck has been delayed. So February 2022, it looks like at least for the lowest tier uh, and then probably everything else past that. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's. It is what it is when it comes to the delay and and yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather they delay it and they have a decent supply. Then they try to rush a small amount out for the limited supplies that they have and really just 
build up, you know, ill will because the only people that can get them are scalpers, blah, blah, blah. Although technically we reserved ones or whoever put the deposit in reserved ones. But and still. that was the thing they said is like, no fear. Actually, I'll bring it up here. I'll show you. Um, crap. I just made a mess. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, the email that I received. Cheerios all over the place. Everything's fine. Cheerios. That, that's a normal thing in my household. Um, I would imagine so. It says uh, the launch of the Steam Deck has been delayed by two months. We're sorry about this. We did our best. We could work around the supply chain, blah, blah, blah. Um, it says again. Um, where is it at? Based on our updates, uh, build estimates, Steam Deck will be start shipping, um, start shipping February 2022. This will be the new start date of the re uh, re reservation queue. You right will now. keep your place in line, but dates will shift back accordingly. So reservation dates estimate uh, will be updated shortly after this announcement. So you will still have your same place in line. Um, so if you've already reserved it, you will still have that reservation. It's just obviously going to be pushed back because of, you know, everything else. That's cool. That's really cool. I mean, I, I think um, I. I think it's kind of like dumb for me to say that that's cool and like I'm OK with it when because I didn't order one. So, of course, I'm okay with <laughs> yeah, it. of course. It's you don't have that anticipation and yeah, but uh, and, and I can and I can totally understand a couple of people getting frustrated because, mm -hmm. you know, like some hype's been built up around this. But hey, you know, it'll come out. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Christmas, there's Christmas no gift wise. That's eventually the they'll have like Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Yeah, never will. Or just Half-Life 3. Uh, but no, that's, no, that's, that's a thing not happening. that's, you know, it came out. There is no that's not Half-Life 3. <laughs> there, there is no, you know, launch games with this. So it doesn't really matter if it's delayed. So that's kind yeah, of where there I'm never at. would be. There never was going to be launch games for it because right. you just play your Steam library right. as long as it's been converted over to was it Photon? Mm. Like it has to be playable on on the the, the, the kind of emulator thing that they have running on the Linux kernel that allows you to play it. But but they but the thing is, is like that's not even a Steam project. That's that's a project that is separate. Yep. And that people continue to work on at all times. They're continually going like, oh, well, the, the, this change got put in there and now this game runs badly because this memory allocation and like, you know, we've got to fix that, too. And and then they they just continue continually improve that thing. Um, so it's very nice. So, yeah, that's what uh, that's what happened. So unfortunately, I'll wait. I was already going to wait, but now I'm waiting longer. That's <laughs> yeah, all good. All right. Uh, so YouTube announced that they are going to take away or remove the visibility of the thumbs down on uh, the number of thumbs down or dislikes thumbs down uh, that uh, videos have received. Um, it's basically essentially. Bullying, like they're trying to take away that social awfulness. I don't know even how to describe it at this point. They, they, they don't want that like social peer pressure and people to, to like gang up on other, you know, on videos for whatever reason. Um, I thought this was an interesting article specifically for us because, you know, likes and dislikes 
like you take the dislikes really hard. And I remember when I first started um, on the podcast. Yeah, like I was like, somebody disliked one of the videos. And I was like, why? <laughs> you know, and there's no explanation. And it's like, and I'm not like a dislike person. And like, if I just, if I don't like something, I'm just not going to. Kelly's like, you I'm, have to like me. I'm a yeah, likable person. Yeah, like, why? Why did you why did you dislike it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It was it was but the article uh, uh the um IGN article points out that like people will there's like this group mentality of like ganging up and just like dislike 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 and for no other reason than just to make that person feel bad or make that you know group feel bad. Um, but the dislikes can still still be seen by um, the team. So, like, if you Creators. dislike our video, yeah, we'll, we'll be able to see that you've disliked us. But uh, will it actually show the user who disliked, or just a total number of dislikes? Because right now, all you I, see is a total number of dislikes. It's just total right. It's still yeah, same. you still can't see. Yeah, yeah, the, you still can't see the, who. Yeah, the only specifically. The only change they made was the public view of the number right. of dislikes. So it's yeah. kind of interesting the dislike to me. button's still there. People can still yeah. dislike. They just won't be able to see, like, if if they're, like, want to spread disconnect, discontent and hate, maybe. I don't know. And yeah. there's, like, oh, there's 3,000 dislikes. I'm going to add mine in, too. You know, yeah. like, you know, and it, which there is, I guess, like, I guess there's some psychology behind that. And yeah. So it, it's kind of nice that at least then if somebody hits dislike on it, it's because they truly dislike it yeah, and they're not yeah, trying to, no. they're not trying to pile yeah. on. So they're doing it, it because they still, personally disliked it. It's I think still is better. I think so too. And, and those, those dislikes will still be taken into account in their metrics. Mm-hmm. So it, it, like in, in the legit, the logic. Um, so it's not, it, it really just, takes away the visual oh well i'm just gonna jump on this bandwagon for yeah you know reason. i mean it, it doesn't stop it doesn't stop the concept of review bombing because yeah, like if you true. got a that's group true. of people together specifically to mm-hmm. dislike a video and kind of like advertised it elsewhere to like go dislike this it's not gonna stop that but, yeah. but it definitely takes at least a lot stop more the, yeah, it'll, it'll stop that like psychological pressure of like, oh, there's 3000 dislikes. I should probably dislike it. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This so does, it uh... doesn't take away the dislike button, which is a right. no. which is a very good point to point out because mm-hmm. there's other platforms, obviously, social media platforms as well. Uh, you know, if Meta Facebook, right, is mm-hmm. one of those examples where uh, they kind of do this, where they just don't present you the option to be able to yeah. downvote something. This is what Brian was actually mentioning earlier. Uh, which I and yeah. I took that and I thought about it, too, because before I like. Oh, yeah. Before the podcast. Uh, and one of the things that I like to use is Reddit and Reddit's mm-hmm. very similar to that, too. There's upvotes, there's downvotes. And potentially when you get too many downvotes, uh, your actual comment kind of goes away. Like it's not hidden. You can see the name of the person and how long ago and how many dis like downvotes it has. And you have to click it to reveal the comment. And typically it's, you know, it's community minded. So mm. typically if it's downvoted it's because it's probably something bad. It's probably a person that says something either vulgar or sometimes it's just a, an unpopular opinion. Um, so that yeah. can be one of those things where you run into like people getting downvoted just because of the mentality. 
Um, but what I will say is like, just like what they're, what YouTube's doing now and, and Reddit has also done is that some subreddits, they don't show you the upvotes or the downvotes. So you can yeah. upvote or downvote it all you want, but there's no counter to tell you, oh, this one has a thousand upvotes or this one has a thousand downvotes. You just up or down and it just, you know, you literally put your opinion in and that's what it is and then you move on. So I think it's a good move. Yeah. Um, obviously, Facebook didn't even allow that to begin with. But at the same time, it kind of well, is it, nice to have the the ability to be able to to show, you know, or give your thought, give your vote. Yeah, Facebook's thing was people were like, I want the thumbs up and I want the thumbs down. Like, I want to like or dislike. And they had been battling that for a really long time. And I what I think is a great compromise is the emoticons. So either I like it. This makes me sad. This makes me angry or and all of those. Definitely come into play differently based on the you know, post, right? So we, we were talking about this before as well. Like, you know, if, if somebody's, you know, parent died and they're posting about that, like, you don't want to do a thumbs down. <laughs> you don't want to dislike it, you know, or you also don't want to if, if your only option was mm -hmm. to like it, like that seems yeah. like disingenuous like i'm not happy your parent died and but having those other options in like the the caring emotion yeah that was one of the good ones they did add. yeah and i agree and yeah. as facebook as a company you know you got to think about the community that you're providing right yeah. so as yeah. a community if if i was new to the platform and i come there someone says hey you've been on facebook i'm like what's facebook which you know what rock that i live under um, but if I go to Facebook for the first time and I look at the feed and all I see mm -hmm. is a bunch of negativity, then I'm probably going to be like, I don't want to be on this platform. Like, what is right. this? Unless you're just a troll and you're like, this is my home. Uh, yes. But <laughs> but happy. we're all right in the <coughs> space. <laughs> That's why it's also called the cough button. Yes. <laughs> all right. As he suddenly goes silent from the coughing fit. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I swallowed. Uh, Swallowed Jesus. the wrong pipe. <laughs> You're not I'm supposed to use there. the crack pipe that way. Do not swallow it. Sorry about that. And this is how we got. And this is how Mike died. From. But no, it's how um, we got removed from Twitter. But no, it's it's right, you know the ability to not have that that option to like people to downvote or you know do something negative like that. That kind of helps mm. the platform. And yeah. it's not as risky as like Reddit or now YouTube where you can. Mm. Well, YouTube now doesn't do it, but like Reddit where there, there is a possibility you can see upvotes and downvotes. So one thing on um, Instagram that I like. <laughs> sorry, I was trying to say there uh, on Instagram. Uh, when so he puts more food you, in his mouth. It wasn't the food. It was spit. help. But help. you're already having trouble like swallowing. Clearly, you do not need to like aggravate this. That's Sorry, funny. Kelly. Oh, I totally good. stepped on you and I shouldn't have. That's all good. No, it's, it's just like I saw that and just died. No, <sighs> uh, Instagram. So when somebody sends you um, a post or uh, whatever, you can like choose the, you know, like button or you can choose one of the you know, main like happy or laughing. What the hell? Like all that. 
or you can choose the plus button and then choose any of the emojis. So you can be like mind blown or so it gives you that option, but only between you and the other person or you and your group Instagram chat. So I, I that one I, I that's interesting. I, I, don't, I haven't used Discord Instagram does in a while, the same thing. Yeah, right. Discord yeah. obviously is cool. Discord does it to another degree where it will let you do one emoji and then another and another and another, you know. And so I think that's like it's another way of expressing yourself. And, but not like demoting the the post itself, though. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it's it uh it is interesting uh interest interesting mm-hmm. that you know they're making this mark because obviously there there's gonna be some sort of you know like feedback that they're getting some metrics they're looking at. There's like, hey, maybe mm-hmm. we should probably change this, and it's such a slight change because again, the yeah. upvote's still there, the thumbs up's still there, the downvote or still thumbs down still there. It's just literally the number being removed, like not yeah. knowing. Yeah how many people are doing that. Yeah. So no, it's cool. Um, it'll be interesting to see I how that turns out. Move. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anything. I would say. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. That's for darn sure. That's for darn sure. So for something completely different. As always. Uh, a lot of us, of course, not everyone, but a lot of us will frequent certain restaurants or fast food. And I'm talking about chain restaurants, franchise restaurants, stuff like that, not mom and pop. Uh, I love visiting my friendly local Mexican restaurant uh, that is family owned, but that's not what I'm talking about oh here. God. I'm talking about like those chain restaurants. At least three times. And a lot of times we just think of it like, of like, oh, it's Pizza Hut. And then people's minds get blown when they run across a Kentaco Hut. Uh, because... Work. A Kentaco Hut. Like Kentaco Because Kentucky article? Fried Chicken, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell are own, owned by the same oh, company. No, I've and seen those. For a yeah. short time, there were a couple like yes. where they combined mm-hmm. all three like into one franchise. Right? I've seen they, KFC they, and Taco Bell typically. It was like the, the two. You've definitely yeah. seen that. You, they, those are those still exist. Yeah. But yeah. so yeah. There was a so certainly this concept is not new, new, but a company that owned several of these different type of chain restaurants called Inspire Brands, uh, who owns, I'm sure, many chain restaurants that you've heard of. They took this to the next level, along with one of the mm, things that, again, existed before the pandemic, but really shot up during the pandemic, which is the concept of ghost kitchen. Now, ghost kitchen is. There's no real storefront. I'm not for going the most there. Part. Not happening. Okay. Yes. All no, about it's, a ghost it's kitchen. Wrong kind of ghost. You're not going to get me to go there. You said I'm ghost. Not tell, creepy. I'm going to tell Mike <laughs> that we're going to go to a kitchen and then he's gonna, we're going to show up and I'll be like, it's going to be a ghost kitchen. Ghost kitchen. Ooh. Nope, not going. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll, uh, I'll record it the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, no, no, that's great. I love it. I love it. Uh, so the concept is, is, is that it's a kitchen that just makes food and gives it to drivers that, you know, Grubhub and 
Uber Eats and stuff like that. And they just deliver it. And one of the ways that they did this is like this YouTuber, like he's like, oh man, open my own restaurant. He didn't open his own restaurant. I think we actually reported on this. Actually, too. we did. Yeah. He just, he, yeah, he just put his brand on this burger. So they shipped out like the, the branded, like, I, I don't even think they like printed out paper bags. They like gave him stickers to slap on the paper bag on the outside. Right. And on the, and the paper that they wrapped yeah. the burger in and they gave him a recipe on how to create the burgers. And some of the, some kitchens did it better than others. And he's like, oh, I got my own restaurant. Well, well, no, you, you, you have a menu. <laughs> yeah. Turkey in chat just said restaurant version of an NFT. Basically. Yes. That's beautiful. No, that, that, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean like the ghost kitchen for that guy was like, he just said, Hey, I'm going to work with this branding company and this branding company says here's the different burgers you make slap this youtuber's name on it and send it out the door you could do that anywhere in the united states because you didn't care about supply chains you didn't care about like none of that stuff you just contacted a kitchen that could make a burger and you gave them the supplies drop the burger in and send it out the door so it's it's this low cost way of doing it uh, and that's kind of one of the ways it started. Well, Inspire Brands takes us to the next level. They set up a ghost kitchen uh, pretty quietly because, again, it's not necessarily something that you go to yourself. Uh, you usually you may not you may order something on Uber Eats and not realize that something you order came from a ghost kitchen, even if you do it from a known brand. Inspire Brand had this kitchen that. You can order any like probably a limited menu, but from uh, food from Arby's, Buffalo Wild Wings, Jimmy John's, Dunkin' Donuts, Sonic and Rusty Taco. It was Rusty Taco. That's the one I want to try. Atlanta. This is the first Rusty Taco. It is. It sounds kind of weird. It's the first Rusty Taco in the area. (laughs) It sounds metallic. (laughs) <laughs> and the cool thing is, is they they're able to just bring this food in, do it all in the one kitchen. They actually save something like uh, they said um, the square footage needs are decreased by 19 percent. Yeah, makes sense. And it decreases the equipment cost by 45 percent and sense. energy oh, consumption wow. by more than 50 yep. percent because you don't need LED or backlit menu yep. screens for people. You don't need any of the outside stuff for drive through. You don't need to have air conditioning for like the dining area. I mean, yes, you want it for the kitchen, but I mean, like your air conditioning, less square footage, less oh, volume. Not even you that. You're increasing Just your the carbon emissions because it's this is all through a um, delivery app, right? Yes. Well, right. Yeah. But like as far as the buildings, but you'd have too, a delivery app on a regular like too, so. all of these kitchens, right, are going to revolve around what cooking food. So grills, fryers that can be shared, you know, depending on yes. the type of food. So you have yeah. instead of having multiple, you know, buildings that have all these things, you have one separately that has all yeah. of these things. So it's like it makes a lot of sense. Not just not even including the, you know, not having a, a dining yeah. room, not having a drive through and all the other and, stuff. And the other the other side of this is. Actually, sorry, Kelly, go ahead. Oh, so, that topic. oh, yeah. So sorry. What I was thinking is, is so like a lot of these places are places you would drive to and eat at or yep. drive to and pick up from. Right. 
So if I am a, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just say DoorDash. Um, I don't know if DoorDash is the one that's doing this, but I think I'm, um, you want to hit us up DoorDash? Uh, so if you are a DoorDash person, delivery driver, um, so you drive up and instead of 15 people sitting in the drive through at four different restaurants or whatever, you are, you got 15 deliveries in my neighborhood. You come by, you drop my stuff, you drop it like, so yeah. it's definitely so you can even save there. Yeah. Less emissions like all around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure and there's a lot of savings. And the other thing, too, is because of how we have been in the pandemic, um, I, I mm. almost hate to use the word conditions by the conditioned by the pandemic, because yeah. then conspiracy theorists will really go crazy with that word. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, <laughs> how we've been, it's how we've been conditioned to expect certain things during the pandemic. How many restaurants have we gone even sit even sit down? Mm -hmm. e even like non-chain restaurants, you've gone into it and their menu is different than pre-pandemic. Yeah. They've pared down the offerings. Yep. So yep. so it also you also have that concept where they're combining all these restaurants together. And instead of making the menu 10,000 items long that they would have to know how to make all these different things, yeah. they literally could just do it like, hey, if you're going to order, you can only order these things and only order, the, you know, mm -hmm. and, and they could pare that menu down as we're used to. And yeah. again, make it easier for the kitchen because the kitchen doesn't have as many options that they have to make yeah. when they're combining literally six restaurants. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. It's funny that I actually used a ghost kitchen for my wedding, which I didn't realize at the time that's what it was, but it was. So we met our, we actually had a food truck, which I know both of you know, because you're both there, but uh, we actually used a food truck uh, for uh, kebabs and it was really great. Like he had like we, so we met this guy, he told us to come to this place and it was like a building. It was like a little like like industry you me building on the side, in the alley. Uh, and it was a nice neighbor, like not a nice neighborhood, but it was a nice like area, commercial area. But it was like a small little building. And I uh, walked up to the door and like there's like people in chef coats and stuff like walking around. And he comes at the door and they're like, oh, go out back. They'll meet you. I was like, OK, cool. Uh, and he comes out from the building and basically it's a kitchen that's a shared kitchen. It was like they were doing all their food and everything mm -hmm. in there. And he was basically uh, he made like stacks of food for us like chicken and waffle kebabs and like mm. all these different different things and uh for the wedding we were trying to taste food and he did all that there and that's what they were doing they were all all these different uh food trucks were all there like making food you know checking things out making new items uh and that's basically what it was it was literally this i didn't realize that at the time but that's what it was yeah i, I also think it's neat because you could build these in places where you couldn't build them before. I mean, yeah, you need a, you'd at least need a little bit of parking for drivers to come up. You could eliminate the drive through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep, or yep, you yep. could use the drive through differently. Like you like, Hey, literally hold out the phone, scan the, the barcode for the five things you got to pick up and, mm -hmm. and go up to the window and, and pick some stuff up. But I mean, if you wanted to get rid of the drive through and put it into a place that normally wouldn't hold a fast food restaurant as it were, because the square footage isn't enough to have the dining area too. Well, you don't have a dining yeah. area now, so you don't have to worry about, about that. that. You just need some parking out front. Uh, so you Especially could literally the move these into the cities a lot more where some yeah. of that stuff, some of that space is a premium. Yep. 
like you go downtown and half the time, uh-huh. like downtown, downtown, you know, there, there might be a Burger King down there or something, but it's a walk in only, you know? Yeah. And um, it closes at five. It closes like, at five. Yeah. The, 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 the sidewalks roll up at five, like, which is weird. Still, yeah. 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 But, but a ghost kitchen could occupy that space and just have people. And again, parking would be better than because, like you said, a lot of this stuff closes down when the business closes down. And so, yeah, it just gives you opportunities to put this in places where you normally couldn't. Yeah. And then leasing on top of that, just the cost of rent and lease. Like if you're all sharing that cost, because that's like one of the biggest costs that like any business, not even just restaurants that face is leasing like having to rent a building yeah. or rent a space in a shopping plaza or whatever like that's a lot of overhead that you have to literally produce profit to be able to pay for which make even make it worth it right so if you're taking like you're yeah. saying everybody's sharing together all these different companies pay a part of the pie then yeah you know that's <laughs> pie. well i mean they're all but, one company but right but, but it's, yeah. it's it's different branches of the company well, the nice thing is 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 you know typically uh, when you see these small restaurants that are in downtown buildings as you walk by and stuff like that, they have to make almost all their money on lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. To pay their leases. Whereas if it's a ghost kitchen, mm-hmm. they could have walk up at lunchtime. Yeah. Sure. Not a problem. Walk up, yeah. come on, get a burrito or something like that. And then be on your way type thing. But yeah. then once the sidewalks roll up, they're just mm-hmm. like, they're still cranking stuff out because they are uh, producing stuff for mm-hmm. the not really the suburbs, but just some of the housing that is around the downtown yeah. area, the yeah. the inner city, as yeah. it were, I guess, is, is yeah. that the right term? Mid midtown yeah. type stuff, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, we're close enough to that. But like, I remember being downtown and I was working for a um, political organization that will not be mentioned. Uh <laughs> And uh, so I was downtown, like downtown, downtown. And it was business, 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 people, business, people. And then five o'clock, everybody was going home. So you don't. Who's sticking around? What? Yeah, there's nobody's going to be there to do anything for. Nope. Nobody's sticking around. Like if if anything, they're going to be like they've got somebody's going to run out and grab food. So it's another great like you said, use of that space. So, yeah. And not have to worry about their lease all being made up at lunchtime because they're selling stuff to the people that are in the housing. That is breakfast you know, maybe a mile time. or two out of mm-hmm. downtown at the most. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and like, not more, even a mile variety. or two. It is literally a quarter of a mile in. Right. But I guess this is also well. No, that's a good point. Because, yeah, because a lot of those areas can't sustain to have that many large fast food restaurants yeah. in the yeah. areas where if you had a lot more variety, because that's because yeah. it's also more variety for those areas right. as well. So well, as I said, like all the businesses with the leasing, yeah, it's it's um one second, yeah, it's. So- the inspired brands that is owning all of the companies, but all of those companies would be different businesses that people would be basically going to rather than just them all coming to them. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a positive thing to inspire brands because that's not a franchise. That's then a company owned kitchen. So they get the profits directly. 
Yeah. So that, yeah, there is that. So I mean, there's a lot of positives for a lot of different people in a concept like this. So I expect to see this to quietly <laughs> kind of explode because again, most of the time you don't even know that you've ordered from a ghost kitchen. Exactly. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Plus your mic, you get scared when you open up your bag. <laughs> you got me. So that concludes our news <laughs> for the day. Uh, so we have emails, but we don't. So we don't have any emails. Send us one, GOA at sasgaming.com. Uh, that's where you can tell us how you feel about our podcast and let us know exactly what we suck at. So feel free to send us GOA at sasgaming.com. That'll be, that'll be it. Uh, and we also have a website, sasgaming.com. Or if you want to check out our videos on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash sasgaming. Uh, and then if you want to potentially sponsor us, and in a way, uh, we'll put your names and credits and things. Uh, we have a Patreon, so patreon.com slash sasgaming. Uh, we'll add you in Discord. We'll give you some flair. We'll add you to the credits at the end of the videos. Uh, we have a lot of things planned uh, as soon as we have some more Patreons. But uh, we do have a few right now, so shout out to you guys, which we'll see at the end of the credits. But um, other than that, that's pretty much what got our attention this week. So until next time, you know, that's basically it. And hopefully we'll have some more content coming for you guys very soon some short format hopefully so we'll see but until then you guys have a good evening take care